1: Hellblade Two.
0: Play it now with Game Pass. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This, of course, is Big Man joining me as always is my brother Cooper. Cooper. How you doing, brother?
0: Dude, it's football talk. How do you think I'm doing? I love it, bro. Yes. And we had the wild card.
1: Oh, man. The wild card playoffs, baby. With snow. That's right. Super wild card weekend. Living up to the name once again, baby. Dude, it was wild. It was crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. But first, let's talk a little college. Let's do it. All right. Michigan got great news this week as head coach Jim Harbaugh informed the university of his intention to remain with the program for the 2023 season. This comes out of a bit of a shock when reports had surfaced earlier this offseason that he would take the Denver Broncos job if offered it. The Broncos are still expected to meet with Sean Payton face to face for a face-to-face interview. Cooper, how about that for Michigan?
0: Uh, It's good for Michigan, man. And good for the recruits they've already recruited. Mm -hmm. Um... And just good all around for the program, but I mean, and maybe it was just it was just a good fit for him. Maybe he looked elsewhere and didn't didn't see what he was looking for, so it just made more sense to stay where he's at. And I mean, honestly, when when you do when you do find a new job, sometimes you have to uproot your family and, and do all that. So maybe it was just easier on him
1: and the whole dynamic to stay where he was at. So Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is a Michigan man, as we've discussed before, um, like last year when he was looking at jobs um, yeah. and thought about going to Minnesota. Basically thought he had the Minnesota job until he didn't and then ended up going back to Michigan. Yeah, uh, This was a little bit of a shocker to me because, honestly, to me, he would have been a great fit for Denver. And the fact that, um, you know, he he would have Russell Wilson, so he'd have an established quarterback. Uh, He would, you know, he knows how to run a team, unlike Nathaniel Hackett, so that's already a plus. He would know situational football a lot better. Plus, I think he would connect also really well with Russell because he is a former NFL quarterback, so he knows what it takes to be a quarterback in the NFL. Uh, And, you know, granted, the only thing is, is, Russell probably would have been a little hesitant because of Harbaugh's style of football has always basically been the ground-and-pound game, which he developed through, you know, his time in San Jose State. Um, Stanford, when he came to the NFL with with the San Francisco 49ers, even when he had Kaepernick, it was mostly a ground-and-pound game, Alex Smith, then Kaepernick. And then when he went to Michigan, it was back to the ground-and-pound at Michigan. So, I mean, they have... They did start spreading it out a little bit more, but that's because they really didn't have the quarterback that could kind of where you could really spread it out, and now they have it in Michigan, and J.J. Uh, McCarty, or McCarthy, sorry. I don't know why I said McCarty. But anyways, um, so I could kind of see where maybe he thought maybe that might end up being a problem down the road, where, yeah, the, you'll get along for a year or two, but when your offense is the way it is, and Russell's kind of not wanting to just be a ground and bound style offense, you maybe didn't want it to become a problem. Yeah, that too. Because he saw what happened with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. So, yeah. But I mean, because that's honestly that was the only thing I can think of. The only other place I could see where it would have worked out for the teams that have head coaching jobs available this year is possibly Carolina, because you could either get a quarterback in the draft. You could bring in a quarterback, you know, like David Carr's going. I mean, not David. Derek Carr is going to be available possibly. Yeah. If you got Derek Carr, Derek Carr will easily have no problem letting the ground game take control because he handed off to Brandon Jacobs a lot, and everybody or Josh Jacobs, not Brandon Jacobs. Wow, that's an old Jacobs. Wow. Bro. <laughs> I went to the Giants, Jacobs. That was years ago. Anyways, Josh Jacobs. Let's get the right Jacobs. Um, well, Josh Jacobs, you know, he has no problem turning around, handing off. To a very talented running back. And despite getting rid of uh, uh, McCaffrey, they still actually had a pretty good run game. That's just their quarterback situation is is short. Yeah, to say the least. So um, I'm not surprised, honestly. Uh, hopefully he got um, some of his money back, though, because Michigan um, had made him rework that deal. So hopefully they're giving him some new money. Yeah. Um, since he had back-to-back playoff appearances. Unfortunately, both times they didn't go the way he would want to. As he didn't make the national championship game. But, I mean, hell, he had a team that should have made it this year. They should have beat the Horn Frogs. I think they would have at least made it a better game than the Horn Frogs had that they made it to face through. Georgia. They might not have beaten Georgia, but it sure would have been a lot better than 65-7, to yeah. say, to say the least. All right, man, you ready to talk some NFL Super Wild Card Weekend? Let's do it, bro. All right, so just as it did last year, Super Wild Card Weekend lived up to the name. Every game featured a rematch or division rival squaring off yet again. Six games and only two were basic blowouts, so let us recap. Starting off with Game 1 of the weekend, 49ers-41, Seahawks-24. A game where division rivals battled for the third time this year. Many wondered how the performance of rookie quarterback Brock Purdy would affect the game. It took him a couple of drives to shake off any jitters and lead his team back from a minuscule deficit at halftime, one point, to blow out the Seahawks in the second half. Cooper, what are your thoughts? I didn't really care. I know you didn't. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh,
0: you and I both don't really care for either team. Either team. So I didn't care. Uh, I knew that the Seahawks were not going to win because they don't really have a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, in Purdy's already proven to be better than freaking Geno Smith. So yeah, there you true. go.
1: I mean, I, I got to give credit, man. A seventh-round rookie, the last pick of the NFL draft, he's the third-string quarterback, and he he's handling it very well. I mean, I got to give him credit. I mean, granted, it is the San Francisco 49ers, and I hate that. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like the same thing how I always felt about Russell Wilson being a Seahawk. It's like... Dude, you're doing really well. I just hate that you're doing it for Seattle. Yeah, yeah. We
0: like you, but we hate you. <laughs>
1: right? and I mean, I, I mean I'm mean, still kind of a little irritated when he beat the Ducks in the bowl game a few years ago. But that's yeah. besides the point. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's yeah. just like... I just, it's unbelievable, though, to see a seventh-round pick just handle himself so well. I mean...
0: It's, it just goes to show it doesn't really matter where you land in the draft. If you are talented... Yeah, and you can show off that you're talented. Mm-hmm. You you have a
1: chance in the league. Yeah, it also helps when you go to a team, a yeah. good team. Yeah, and I hate to say it, San Francisco is a good team, mm-hmm. whether I like it or not. And I don't like it, but it's not it's not going to stop from it being true. Just because I don't like it doesn't right. mean it's not true. It's a good team, and you get an opportunity, and obviously. I guarantee the Dolphins wish they got him instead of freaking Skylar Thompson right now, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. So, I mean, to, but to not have it be a problem, not to let the stage be bigger, so big that he couldn't handle the moment—that's pretty impressive. Well, and he's got a one. and he's got a chance to show off again next next week, uh, or this coming weekend uh, in the division round. All right, man, the game we really enjoyed. After the nightmare that it was to start. Yeah. Jaguars 31, Chargers 30. This was a rematch from earlier in the year played in Los Angeles that saw the Jaguars lay waste to the other L.A. team. The Chargers, though, did get ven- have their vengeance on their mind as they forced five first-half turnovers, including four interceptions on Trevor Lawrence to go up 27-0 to at one point in the second quarter. The Jags would score a touchdown before halftime to cut the lead to 27-7. to the Jaguars would outscore the Chargers twenty-four to three in the second half, as they completely shut down the Chargers' offense and figured out how to outscheme the Chargers' defense for that victory. Cooper, your thoughts? Um,
0: I think you and I both it, 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 in the first half. By by the time you know, freaking halftime hit, we were like, "This is over, dude." Oh, of course. This is bull- Five turnovers? I was like, oh, this is bullshit. And I was, I was quite kind of pissed off because I thought they got away with some pass interference calls that they shouldn't have. And Samuels got away with a lot. And he might have gotten, what was it, three interceptions or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think at least two of those were pass interference.
1: Yeah, the, the other two that weren't off the tip. The yeah. tip was obviously... Yeah,
0: it was obviously... Nothing you can do about that. And, and Doug
1: Peterson said the
0: same thing. He was like, what am I supposed to say about that? It was tipped.
1: Yeah, it was tipped twice, and it, and it just happened to, unfortunately, bounce right to a Sam- Masante Samuel. So that you know that ended up leading to the first pick. Pay- if you're the Chargers, though, you've got to be like, how do you get five turnovers in the first half, only score 27 points, and then only score three points the rest of the game to be outscored 30, 31 to, basically 31 to 6 the rest of the game?
0: It's crazy, man. It's crazy, dude. And the fact of how they won that game, too. Or 31-3 uh, to three the rest of the game. Their kicker, dude, had only made one other freaking field goal before that field goal, right? Am I correct with that? I mean missed one other field goal? Was it missed one other field goal? Yeah. No, he hadn't missed a field goal all year when he missed that field goal. Are we talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars guy?
1: I thought we were talking about this. He was a walk-off field goal. And he, he, the walk-off field goal. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He hadn't hit a. He only hit one other walk-off yeah. field goal all year. So
0: it was like, dude, that was
1: way cool. And it right. was just like, I thought you're sorry. I thought you were talking about the Chargers. No, dude, When he no. missed on that kicker, because obviously if he would have made that field goal, he missed earlier in the game, it still might have been a moot point because the Jaguars would have actually had to score a touchdown to end up winning, not kicking the field goal. Yeah. To uh, win. But uh in which could have been a mute point. Sorry, uh, that was my bad. I was confused. But yes, you're right. The Jaguars kicker had only made one other walk off field goal all year, and then to do it in that situation, and it wasn't like it was an easy field goal. It was still a pretty difficult length. It wasn't like it it super wasn't a super give me shot. Yeah, yeah, super give me chip, super give me chip shot where you can just be like, you know what? It's basically an extra point. Swing your leg and just don't swing it so hard that it goes flying off. <clears throat> Cowboys. <clears throat> Anyways, so, <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, I got to give Trevor Lawrence props because to have that calmness about you, despite having that terrible first half, oh, dude, to he, come out and yeah. do that is unbelievable. Because you,
0: you could tell it was getting to him, dude. You could tell that he was not happy with it. But, right. like, every drive after that, it, 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 it's like he didn't. You didn't think about it. You know, you kept going and mm-hmm. kept going. And something some even told me at the end of the half,
1: when, when the third quarter started, just just keep watching. Well, especially when they got that touchdown before halftime. Yeah. That, that's when I'm like, okay, well, we got something on the board. So yeah. there's something to hang your hat on. It's probably, you know, still, it's like you're still down 20. It's still probably over. But at least now you can at least make it a game. Was, this is all you want to at least do is get back into it. If you lost 27 to, you know, you know uh, end up losing 27 to uh, 20 or something, at least then you fought and clawed and got back into it yeah. respectfully, you know. But to end up winning it is unbelievable. The third largest comeback in postseason history.
0: Just crazy, dude. Unbelievable. And the
1: fact that Trevor Lawrence is undefeated on Saturdays, Saturdays, starting from high school, from high school, yeah, that's crazy, forty nine and zero, probably forty nine and one after next Saturday. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the funny part about it. We were talking because they they
0: threw out the record on it. I'm like, yeah, well, that's that's gonna be done next weekend. Yeah, so. next
1: Saturday is not gonna be pretty. But the fact to go from they are the fir- also the first team in NFL history. To be the worst team in the league the for previous year to winning a playoff game the following year, yeah. that's something to hang your hat on too. That definitely is. And we were just happy because they started. It it started out kind of rough this year, but then they started improving. And we're like, okay, we're seeing the steps in the right direction. We're, we didn't think anything. We're like, okay, we'll be happy if they just compete enough to push the Titans for the division. And then next year, you can really start seeing some more improvement and hopefully win. But to actually end up doing what they did, winning the division, and then to be able to get over that—I don't know—that just rough start, and then to come through like that is—that's a whole nother level of hey, we're almost there. I'm sorry, they're not there with Kansas City yet. And when they, but when they got rid of when they, there.
0: when they got rid of James Robinson, I was I was upset thinking, oh crap, this sucks, you know, You, mm-hmm. but Travis Etienne yep. totally totally made, made me a believer, dude, I, didn't, I wasn't sure because, you know, coming back from the in, injury, this is your first actual year as, right. you know, as a pro, and it's pretty much your rookie year, so I wasn't sure that I had the full-on confidence in him to go out there and do what he's done, but he's He's made a difference in the screen. He's made a difference in just, you know, running all of mm-hmm. it, dude. He can do it. He can run and catch. He can do all of it. So, right. I mean, and the fact that him and Trevor Lawrence still have that that, that bonding,
1: it, it works. Absolutely. So, you're absolutely right on that, 100%. And basically, this team just needs a good number one. And to fill out the rest of that defense. For that they need. well, And that offensive line needs work, too. Yeah. Get the offensive line straight. A true number one. Fill in the little gap. There's not many issues on that defense. There's not a lot of issues. They just need to fill out some soft spots in that defense. Once they do, man, oh, boy. Yeah. Look out for the Jaguars, baby. Yeah, man, because I, I, I just
0: can't even believe this, dude. I mean, you should see the fan base around Jacksonville right now and just how pumped and excited everyone is. And I mean, you, we're watching the local news and we got a countdown to the playoff game. We're right. To kick it's off. like, dude, this is so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so cool to see your city come together and, 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 and be excited for once, for something good, you know what I mean? It's like, yes. Exactly.
1: So, I mean, we finally have a football team right now. So Yes, sir. All right, next up, the Buffalo Bills took on the Miami Dolphins. Buffalo winning 34-31. Yes. Here we had division rivals once again squaring off. The Dolphins, though, were on their third-string rookie quarterback, who, was not the, who has not been the sensation that the 49ers' rookie third-string quarterback has been. Many assumed this would be a blowout and it started to look that way with the Bills jumping out to a 17-0 lead. However, turnovers by Josh Allen led to the Dolphins mounting a comeback that even saw them take a 24-20 lead. The Bills though would pull off the win to advance to the divisional round. Cooper,
0: your thoughts. The Bills have been very emotional with everything going on and Yes. It, it it's good to see them get this win, dude. Um, you and I both said that If the Bills can stay healthy this year, they were gonna be, they were gonna be contenders, and I don't I don't know if I see anyone stopping them. Maybe
1: the only problem is is Von Miller's done for the year. Yeah, that has hurt their defense a lot. Yeah. The other problem is, and this has been pointed out by um, Nick Wright on first thing, on first things first. Josh Allen regressed because Dable is no longer his offensive coordinator. Who is now the head coach of the Giants? He led the league. he was having turnover problems. Then he became then Dable became the offensive coordinator, calmed his turnover issues down, and he improved each year. This year he went back to leading the league in total turnovers, that included interceptions and fumbles, most in the league. So he's becoming turnover prone again. And so then he's regressed. So that might be a problem. If you're doing that, you're going to give Kansas City a very good opportunity. Hell, you might even be giving Cincinnati this weekend an opportunity we're about to talk about here in a little bit to beat you next weekend too if you're doing that.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens with it. But I I think it's really cool to see them winning and getting Mm -hmm. away with this one. I mean, the fact that the Dolphins made it a game is, is pretty cool. So...
1: I'm just saying, though, if Tua is there and healthy, I don't know if the Bills actually end up winning that game, though. But it, the way it, Josh Allen's been playing.
0: It is what it is.
1: Yeah. So that might have been luck. And they're basically going to have to all out blitz that poor offensive line for Cincinnati to even have a chance, I think, against Cincinnati next week. I digress. Giants, Vikings, Giants winning 31-24, another rematch from earlier in the year that required a 61-yard walk-off field goal for the Vikings to win. In this second go-around, it would be the Giants taking care of business and advancing on to the divisional round. Cooper, we kept saying this, we don't trust Minnesota, and that's why. Nope. That is why. Not primetime, Kirk, but guess what? Late afternoon, Kirk Cousins showed up, and mm-hmm. guess what? Yep. That was the problem. If he was the first game on Saturday, on Sunday, he probably would have been okay. But him? since he was the second game?
0: This is crazy, man. I mean, but we did say Daniel Jones. This is
1: his year to prove something. And guess who he got as head coach? So. Brian Dable, who was working on Josh Allen. Not saying he's as talented as Josh Allen, because Josh Allen may have the best arm in the entire league. The only yeah. one that can compare is Patrick Mahomes. And Yeah, Oh, yeah. So... When it comes to that, that's where you kind of like, who may have the better arm? That might be a coin toss or a preference, honestly. But Daniels is athletic. He's actually becoming more accurate, which is good. And he didn't turn over the ball as much, which has been his major issue. So he probably earned himself a contract, despite the organization not picking up his fifth-year option. But he's going to make a pretty decent amount of money. Because, I I mean, I don't see them winning... Um, next week, but at the same time, I don't expect it to be a blowout either in Philadelphia.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Philly's on fire, so we'll see what happens with it. But it's crazy to see, you know, the Giants doing as well as they're doing as well.
1: Yeah, and Minnesota, we told you. (laughs) Right? We We told you.
0: Kirk Cousins.
1: Kirk Cousins, bro. Kirk Cousins. This is also the baffling thing. They are the only team in NFL history with 13 wins and a negative point differential. That means all their games were close. They had 11 games that they were 11-0 in one possession games. That means pretty much all but two of their wins were one possession games. Two were somewhat blowouts or at least two possessions or higher. And that means every loss was pretty much a blowout. Pretty crazy, man. Pretty crazy. That's bad. That is very bad. Yeah. <sighs> but also, Minnesota, you need to fix that defense because it is a sieve. And that was bad. Because Daniel Jones put it on you a little bit. Anyways. Next up, the game that Cooper didn't care about, honestly, because it's his division rivals. Bengals-Ravens. Bengals winning 24-17. This, again, a division rivalry match. Lived up to the struggle of facing familiar um, opponents. Despite not having Lamar Jackson for the sixth straight game, the Ravens' defense managed to keep the potent Bengal offense in check. The Bengals had to rely on a 98-yard fumble return for a touchdown to get the final score and move on to the next round to take on the Buffalo Bills. 98 Bengals. yards, bro. So, the play sets up. It's Basically from like the one and a half, they set up, and even Harbaugh, John, not Jim. <laughs> <laughs> want to clarify. Clarify that one. Clarify. John, not Jim. The older Harbaugh, which is weird because actually Jim looks like he's older than John to me, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> it's because John didn't really play football like his brother, so maybe that's why. Uh, I'm just saying. Anyways, um, he they called for a keeper at the goal line. But for him to go low and then put and then do a push because the push is now legal in uh, in the NFL. Um, but for some reason, Tyler Huntley decided to go over the top. Doing so, he's only barely six foot, if that. Tried to jump over the line, failed miserably, and the linebacker for the Bengals punched the ball out of his hands. And then it went, surprisingly, rolled back over the offensive line, into the hands of Sam Hubbard, who just tails Boated. it as hard as he can. booked 98 yards to the house. It's
0: crazy, man.
1: I believe. And then I, I'm just sitting there looking and seeing, um, seeing Tyler seeing Tyler he's like, I scored. I got that over. And you can see from the replay, it's like, dude, you weren't even close. You were a half yard short, if that, from getting there. You were barely got it over your offensive line's head, and they none of them were even that close to the end zone. Yeah. So I'm just like, good Lord, dude, that was uh, an unbelievable battle. But the Bengals' offensive line, they're kind of lucky that Vaughn Miller's out for the rest of the year with that injury because that offensive line is now missing three starters. They may get two back, but it's iffy if they're getting either one of them back, honestly, this week. And one is already out for basically the whole playoffs. I mean, the Bengals—they got that offensive line fixed, and then it fell apart injury wise. So, so it's not like it's bad. Yeah, it's just, it's just not healthy.
0: <laughs> it's not healthy, and that—that's the only thing that sucks is everybody's got to be healthy. If they're not, then yeah, you know, it's gonna ruin your chances and
1: you It'll make things difficult. And then the game—I really didn't want to have to see it all. <laughs> But I was wanting to hope to God that the devil would show up for Tom Brady and knock the Cowboys off, but could he do that for me? No, he could not. (laughs) Cowboys 31, Buccaneers 14 on Monday Night Football. Despite four missed extra point attempts by the Cowboys kicker, they made easy work of the Buccaneers. It took a couple of drives for the offense to get going. But when they were able to, they started to pour it on, and even the defense got the first red zone interception off of Brady since he was a Patriot in 2019. Cooper, your thoughts on the Monday night game between the boys and the Bucks?
0: I've seen this thing on social media where they were talking about, uh, you know, what was it, Tom Brady left his wife and kids just to uh, fall to the Cowboys in the playoffs. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, dude. That was hilarious. Oh, this is crazy, man. You did all
1: that. You left your family to go loose with the freaking Cowboys in the playoffs. Come on, bro. That's just sad. Are you done, Brady? Like, are you done? No, he's not done. He's going to play one more year at least. He's done in Tampa. Everybody's pretty sure he's done in Tampa. Yeah. I think he realized he made a very big mistake trying to get Bruce Arians off the sideline, because once they went defensive minded, the offense kind of went woo, and you know everybody had more duties, and Bruce Arians would have you know kind of kept everything level headed and for the for the rest of the coaching staff basically, and I think it really affected the team this year. Plus, then Capo um, left to go to um, Cincinnati. They have well, Mark Pett retired, and then Jensen was hurt all year. Not
0: only that, but when you start calling out coaches, kind of leaves a bad taste in the coach's mouth, and then yeah. you're screwed, dude. Because you want a team built around you, you got to be kissing ass. Yeah. And Tom Brady is a a child on that field. Yes, he is. He throws a fit like one, and it's pretty bad
1: anymore it's yeah. like he's too old to be playing right like crazy but all i can say for the cowboys is you better hope to god that brock purdy all of a sudden realizes he is a rookie and starts making rookie mistakes because otherwise you're getting your ass kicked in san francisco next weekend i don't care who you are <laughs> you better just hope brock purdy gives you five interceptions or something because that's the only way you're beating in san francisco next week we'll see what happens man we'll see what happens but Tom brady Side note, the Cowboys did say they're keeping their kicker to play, but they did back up get insurance policy with a backup kicker yeah. signed this week. I don't blame them. <laughs> Not after that crap. He missed four straight extra points to start the game, five total together, and f- they said, like, for a three-year period, he had missed five in that three-year period, and then he made f- five in a row. Just right there.
0: Dude, and didn't they Didn't they think about bringing the, the kicking, um, the special teams on the field at one point, but decided not to?
1: Yeah, that it was like a fourth and two or one, and they were gonna kick a field goal. And then the team went, you know what, you know what, no, stay on the field. <laughs> we're go- the, we're going dude, for it. We we're going
0: got for it. this shit.
1: We're going for it. We're going Real for it. We don't need your ass. Get the, get the kicker off the field. We're <laughs> we're gonna go for it. Screw this. We're not gonna risk this crap. That's bad. Or the coach doesn't, you know what, it's like, you know what, we'll take the points right here, because it's the playoffs. Usually you take the points. Yeah. But you're so afraid that your kicker will shake this <laughs> thing, that you'd rather just go ahead and go for it on fourth down, because it's l- college football. Yeah, basically. <sighs> All right, so we got some news to talk about real quick. That was the recap of the wild card weekend. The Lions got great news this week. Offensive coordinator Ben Johnson told interested teams that he would remain with the Lions as offense coordinator. He said he wants to be a part of what they're building in Detroit. Johnson had head coaching interview set up this week. Cooper, this is great news, great like news I said, for, for the Lions. Detroit, man. Because that offense, third in the league in points per game. Yeah, man. Then then
0: get that defense figured out. They're, they're stout, brother.
1: I mean, my God. Could you imagine next year? that Goff does something that even Stafford couldn't do? Win a playoff game for the Detroit Lions? Right. That's a possibility. And I hate to say it because you know how much I love Stafford, especially since he won my team in Super Bowl yeah. just last year. But to sit there and have something over the guy you got traded for? Right. I won a playoff game in Detroit. What would you do? Oh, you went to three playoff games and lost all three? Aw. Mm. Bummer, dude. I won. (laughs) Because Goff could say, I went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah. Just because he didn't win, it doesn't mean he didn't go. True. So, it's not like he has that over him. I mean, he has the win over him. That's what he has over him. But he doesn't have the fact that it's not like Goff's never been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, he does know what it takes to get to a Super Bowl. But, like I was saying, I mean, that defense did come on pretty strong in the latter half of the year. Because they did have some great games where they actually started shutting down some teams. Not like... Shut shut down. Where it would have been nice if they did that, but I mean they weren't in all those shootouts like they were at the beginning of the year. We're just like, My God, can you stop somebody well, from we going? also
0: know too that Goff is playing with a chip on his shoulder? Oh yeah. I mean You got it, traded.
1: It was it well yeah He went that? from LA it
0: was, to was Detroit. It wasn't fair on his part, dude. Like
1: they could have be pissed. Him. <laughs> he pissed. You want to trade me from Los Angeles to Detroit? That's fucked up, bro. Yeah, I don't care who you are. I don't. I don't care what job it is. I'm. I'm I mean, and honestly, if you're the Rams now,
0: are you thinking I wish I had him back?
1: Almost. I mean, because almost.
0: Stafford's having issues.
1: The injury issues, though, was from that offensive line being such crap after, uh, Whitworth retired. Yeah, Whitworth retirement, and then we let. Um, we let uh, Austin Corbett leave in free agency. So that didn't help.
0: Yeah.
1: So it's just, we and I'm sorry, No Boom is not a left tackle. He can be a guard. He's He reminds me of Roger Saffold, who we got um, the year we drafted, um, um, I think it was the same year we drafted Dipshit. Um, you know who I'm talking about. I'm not saying his name. Mm-hmm. Number eight. Not, I'm not mentioning his stupid-ass Sam. name. Yeah, fuck him. Anyways, I think it was that was the same year we got him, and he was supposed to be our future left tackle. Mm-hmm. He started out at right tackle. We found out he, played, he was a better guard than he was a tackle, period. I kind of feel like we're at that point with No Boom because he played left guard a, a, quite a bit last year. And granted, yes, he was also next to future Hall of Famer Andrew Whitworth, which probably helped a little bit too. But also, he did really well as a left guard last year. So I think his future would actually be left guard. We need to upgrade the tackle position. We actually need to upgrade both tackle positions because Havenstein can't pass block with a shit. He's a good running, running, uh, run blocking tackle. But uh, uh, pass wise, he sucks. And he's killing me. So, and killing Stafford too. <laughs> Almost literally. Anyways. Yeah. But. But Detroit, man. Get that defense figured out. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. F- tweak a little bit on the offensive line because there was some some issues with the offensive line. Pinay and um, the other tackle's name. I think it's Conklin. I want to say it's Conklin. Get that figured out. The guards. I think the center's pretty good. Get the guards figured out so that way they can't just bum rush up the middle all the time on right. golf. Because they got DeAndre Swift, Panay Sewell, I believe it's Conklin at, tack, at left tackle, so we'll set right, that center. Um, Jameson Williams um, is started showing up after the injury, looking good, and he's a speed guy. Um, DJ Shark is not too bad. I mean, granted, he wasn't as well as the Jaguars would have liked him to have been, mm. but he's still pretty decent. And Amara Amar, Amar St. Brown, I think that's how he's pronounced his first name. Amor Amalron. Amaron. It's Egyptian, man. Don't don't give me a hard time. Saint Brown is We'll just call him Saint Brown. Because that's basically what it is. Uh is um he's a really good possession receiver. Shark and Jameson are the deep threats. So they got a good trio of receivers. The only thing that still confuses me is when they traded Hawkinson. That still confuses me. Maybe they're trying to get Bowers next year. I'm sure everybody's trying to get Bowers next year. Mm-hmm. Get the tight end, Brock Bowers. Yeah, man. Gronk 2.0. He's just a faster version, baby. Right. He's got speed to burn for that white boy as a tight end. Oh, boy. Or get Darnell Washington. He came out of it and he's already declared for the draft and he's six, six foot eight. Just, that's a Randy Carmichael, baby. Just do that. I'm just saying. But uh, get me somebody who can play tight end, fix the guards, and just tweak the defense. Trade for Ramsey, gives us a first round pick back for Ramsey, <clears throat> and you're good to go on defense.
0: <laughs> I love how Big Man acts like he's running front office.
1: I'm just trying, trying to help my team. <laughs> we need some, or if you know, if trade Spinaxul for Ramsey. That'll work. Not gonna happen, but you know, I can drink, can't I? Mister Homer over here. Hey man, my team went from Super Bowl can we move to move the hell on. Sure. No, no. <laughs> No, because now we've got to talk about your team. Good. Let's move on talking talk about my team. You're not going to like what we're talking about. Whatever. And not so good news for you Steeler fans. There are reports that offensive coordinator Matt Canada will return this next season. Fans and media alike have felt that Canada has limited the offense and will not be helpful in the development of quarterback Kenny Pickett. And why does it say Kenya
0: Pickett?
1: <laughs> How did you from Kenny to Kenya. You weirdo. Okay, Kenny Pickett. There we go.
0: Anyways, Cooper. Did you really just like edit that? Is your OCD that bad, dude? Yes. Okay. Because his name's not Kenya. Anyways. Um, I don't know, man. They, 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 they didn't make the playoffs, but they, they left on a, you know... You know, He's like still a got a winning season. I mean... Five-game
1: winning streak to that's make co- sure you come did. Come
0: on, man. It's like... I think sometimes fans are a little too rough on, on you know, on offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, head coaches. If they're not winning right, like they want to, you know, some people are just... And it's your first year without freaking Ben. And, it, you know, come on.
1: Yeah, but even with Ben last year, your offense looked like shit. Yeah, that's because Ben was part of the problem. (laughs) Okay, how about the year before that when you guys went 111 straight and then lost your last, like, seven? Ben was part of the problem. (laughs) You're just making Ben's fault, not making the offense coordinator's fault. Okay. Well, I mean, your offense also has been lackadaisical. Your defense is basically what saved you these five games with the return of T.J. Watt from injury. Your defense started picking back up. Mm-hmm. So, because that's the thing about you guys in Pittsburgh. You all know how to play defense. Just wish you all knew how to play a little bit better offense. I Me mean, too. I wish they would focus. That offensive line needs to be they worked on. They would focus on
0: the offensive line. Because Najee Harris is good, dude. Yeah. Oh, he's a Like, great he's back. golden, man. So, I mean, he's, I mean you got
1: Deont- Deon- Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson George needs to Pickens. work on his red zone.
0: He needs to work on the red zone. He does not freaking, he doesn't have enough touchdowns. Like he can get you there, but he can't get you a
1: touchdown. Well you got Muth and Pickens who can jump easily. You still need They're, Oh so he's a little slot guy. He just he runs a little slot slant and slot and all this slant little and slot But if you wanna if you need a jump ball or something like that, you need to throw it up to Pickens or Friar Muth anyways.
0: I like Pickens.
1: Pickens, Pickens I told you, Pickens was he's the steal amazing, of the draft, dude. He's he's had so many cool
0: catches this year. I'm like, dude, how the hell did you do that? He's the steal of the draft,
1: and I told you that. I'm like, look at you, just steal the draft pick. I mean, that's the i that's the highest of the century in the NFL. <laughs> Come on, man, just give, get, just give it to him, offensive rookie. Of the year. He didn't end up winning it, but still, I mean, the point of the matter is, he went so late because of a foot injury. We knew he was gonna play this year, and once he started getting going, they had to trade Claypool just to give him more time yeah. because he's so damn good. I'm just like, forget all of you, freaking Pickens is a great pick. The the only pick and I, could, I was honestly
0: upset they got rid of Claypool. But I know. Now I'm like, okay, who cares? <laughs> okay, I got it. I they didn't
1: it. want to pay Claypool top dollar for what he was producing, which wasn't as much as he felt he probably deserved. Yeah. Which is understandable. He's more worried about his TikToks. Well, so was somebody else who's in Kansas City. But that's besides the point. They got rid of the TikTokers. Yeah, they got rid of the two TikTokers. uh, (laughs) God, what if Pickens starts (laughs) TikToking? Or Deontay Uh, Johnson? I want to see see a TJ Watt TikTok. That'd be funny. That's going to be weird. He's going to be the only Watt. No, he's not the only Watt, but he's the only defensive Watt in the NFL now. Sad. So sad. Anyway, so I mean, I so I kind of understand the the kick, the pushback, and everybody because I think they want the offense to look more. They wanted to look updated. like it did
0: back in the day, dude. I get it. It's just
1: right now they want it to be more potent too. Yeah, because Pickett can do a lot of things. He can run. He can throw. He can also get you as long as he gets it within like five feet of Pickens. Pickens is going to somehow catch it. Pick it to Pickens. I mean, that's just going to be a great combo. Pick it, Pickens. Pick it, Pickens. Pick it, Pickens. Pick it, Pickens. Say that five times fast. You can't do it. Right. Pick it, Pickens. Oh man, I'm just looking forward to seeing if he can at least come up with something better offensively. Also fix your guys' offensive line. Not him. it's not him. That's the GM and. Yeah, all oh, that's too. They I say the fact that it, they want
0: but... they, they they ended the year on a winning note, and the fact that you know I almost made the playoffs. You almost made the playoffs. Take away the positive here, guys. Everybody's always looking at negative, and it's like you're you're doing better than what you were doing. It's like it wasn't going to happen overnight. We weren't going to get to the playoffs. In fact. I didn't think he was even gonna do that great in the d- damn NFL. I thought he needed to sit behind somebody for a while, cause you know he's. I didn't. I didn't think he
1: was first round material. Nope. To be honest. But you did enjoy him at Pitt when he played pretty badass, and that's yeah. what you're gonna get yeah. now. Yeah. I just. I. I think it's good that he's a lot more mobile than Ben was. Ben was harder to tackle. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. Except late in his career because he couldn't move at all, period. And then he would get hit. Yeah. But early in his career, early Big Ben could slightly move, but he was hard to tackle. Pickett's going to be hard to tackle because he's going to be hard to catch. You're going to have to be really fast. About the only people that can catch him already play for him. So, Watt. though Roquan Smith could probably run him down. I'm just saying because Roquan's fast as hell. Yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to be mean about it. I'm just saying Roquan's freaking fast. So, he could probably run him down pretty easily. But I'm just saying. It's going to be interesting. All right, final thing. The Chargers fired offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi after the offense struggled mightily in their second-half loss to the Jaguars. The Chargers managed to only get three points after jumping out to a 27 nothing lead, which the Jaguars came back to win. Cooper, your thoughts on the firing of Joe Lombardi? When you lose by that much, it's, you know.
0: You mean when you blow a game like that because your it, offense don't do nothing? Yeah, and it's – you really – It sucks because Herbert, you know, he's our guy. He's our duck. We want to see him win. I was totally rooting against him, but it wouldn't have hurt my feelings if they would have went on. Right. So... And I was wearing the Oregon Ducks sweater that
1: night, and you told me I jinxed it. <laughs> you were jinxing that crap. It was oh. all the bad boot. And then, I just love how you turned it on your wife, because she went to bed when they were getting their butts kicked at 27 nothing. She went to bed, and then we got the touchdown, and then they came back. And you're like, yeah, that was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> See, it wasn't just the sweatshirt. It was her. It was
0: her. She did
1: it. It was her fault.
0: <laughs> she went to bed, and now they're winning. Thank gosh.
1: <laughs> I mean... I'm actually surprised, honestly. They didn't fire Staley, their head coach. Because if you fire him, who do you think would be a great head coach for Herbert? Sean Payton. Payton. Why not just go ahead and fire Staley? You already have issues with his coaching decisions at times anyways. So get Sean Payton. Get a guy who knows offense, who can develop quarterbacks. Because let's all not forget that almost everybody wrote off Drew Brees, even after the soldier soldier surgery, because everybody didn't think he was that good to begin with. And then look what he did. You could probably say, depending on your point of view of Drew Brees, because I didn't think he was that bad anyways myself. No. But at the same time, I could probably say if it wasn't for Sean Payton, he might not have been a Hall of Famer. But he is definitely a Hall of Famer. Thanks to Sean Payton.
0: Definitely.
1: So you're telling me you can't have him take a kid who's as talented and everybody, I'm sure, would say talent-wise he's got way more talent than Breeze because of his height, his arm, his agility, his speed, his awareness, and all that. The only thing Breeze had better than Herbert, I would say probably, and may ever have better than Herbert at any point in his career, was he was accurate as hell. That's hard to be in the NFL. Oh, yeah. But the good thing for Herbert is, and the fact is, that his arm strength is also what helps him be as accurate as he is is because he can fit balls in tight windows because he can get it there faster. He doesn't have to always time it perfectly to get it to the receiver. He just has to make sure it's fast enough to get there. Yeah. He doesn't have to be like, okay, I got to hit here early because my window's short and, like, Tom, like, not Tom, Like Drew Brees would have to, Tom would actually have to do it too because Brady doesn't have that great of arm strength either, and he was known for timing too. He'd have to time it to make sure it hit the window. Herbert can see something late and hit the window still because of the fact that he can throw the ball with such velocity that it will still make it through the window in time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, can you imagine what he could do with that? I know, right? It's like... Uh, and you know he ain't gonna take an offensive coordinator position no he's not he's gonna be a head coach again just depends on where he wants to go i don't even know if he's gonna go with any of these teams because i'm sorry the only thing i can kind of see him doing is denver because of the fact they got russell wilson other than that i don't see him going anywhere with these other teams yeah because you can't tell me houston's that good of a situation right now not at all that's been a dumpster fire Carolina, the only thing you got going for you in Carolina is if you can get Derek Carr. If you can bring Derek Carr, Carolina, Derek, and and then you don't have to do a total rebuild with Carolina where you have to worry about getting a new quarterback and all that stuff. You have to get the veteran. If you can get the veteran like Derek Carr, then I can see that working. But who's to say Derek Carr will even want to go to Carolina? I mean, granted, yeah, play for. Um, Sean Payton and all that, but it is kind of Carolina, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, trying to remember the other coaching position that's, head coaching position that's open right now. Trying to think, trying to think. I can't think of the spot fast enough. I'm just like, crap. (laughs) Um, but you know what I mean? I mean, because granted, you know, I mean, I almost was like, Sean McVay, if you want to go ahead and go, if we can get Payton, you can go ahead and go then if you don't feel up to it. He came back, so I'm happy about it. But I'm just saying, because that's the only other way I'd be happy. If we he lost Sean, yeah. replace Sean with Sean, please. Pretty much. <laughs> don't make me beg for anybody else. Let's give me Sean for Sean. But I'm happy we got McVeigh back. Trust me, I'm, I'm happy because he's young. I love the fact that he's young. So he's still got time. He just needs to... I don't know what his problem is. I don't think he knows how to balance his life properly.
0: That's his problem. He doesn't like losing either. And that too. But that, That's a big problem because when he loses, he... I think what it is is the fact that they went to the Super Bowl last year and they ended up where they're at now when it's like it was all funny to say F them picks, but now look at it, you need them picks back. Yeah. So And no one
1: got no one can convince Vaughn to stay. So Yeah. Could at least convince Vaughn to say that would have been helpful. Yeah. I mean the problem is is the offensive line was shot and I was just I thought there was just like can the offensive lane just hold up enough for us to be competitive? Because that was going to be the problem, and it couldn't. And then Allen Robinson, was my God, that would end up being a bad pickup. That was shocking. But, anyways, we're going to stop talking. Anyways. Way off topic. Way off. We're going back to my team for some. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean we'll to do always that. Always go back to your team. We'll go back later at another time. And we're going to have plenty to talk about in the offseason um, that way. But I'm just saying, though, that's the only thing I can think of. That would make sense um, for uh, the Chargers. It's not a new offensive coordinator unless you can get someone like, and I have a hard time seeing he would be willing to do this, but Frank Reich, I mean, but he probably wants to be head coach again. Yeah. So it's going to be hard. And he actually was one of the first quarterbacks in Carolina when they became a franchise. So, I mean, it makes sense for him to actually end up getting the Carolina job. And then, again, he would probably try to get Derek Carr. So, it's just, so, I just don't know who you're going to get to be your offensive coordinator now. Because yeah. it's, it, unless you're going to, and, uh, oh, Arizona was the other coaching position. That's what Arizona. it is. Thank you. I don't see that working for Sean Payton either. Because that quarterback situation is a headache. Yeah. Literally, he's a headache. Um. So I just I have a hard time because the reason why I say that because I was thinking about Kingsbury, but Kingsbury said he's not going to coach at all this next year and bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. So he's going to spend a year in Thailand, I guess.
0: Uh-huh. So, okay. Like, I'm out. Bye. Uh, I'm
1: out. I'm not even in this country anymore, bro. I'm out. That's how mad he is about that whole situation. So it's just, I just don't know. So, I, it's going to be interesting to see what happens um, with the Chargers. I just, I, like I said, I'd rather have just seen Staley gone too. That way, Sean Payton can come in. He, and, he can help. And that way, her, Herbert
0: can still, you know. Develop properly? Develop because what they're doing is just,
1: ugh. Mm-hmm. So, regardless, we'll see what happens. All right, so, off my soapbox, we can get back to. Being done because that was basically it. We were just yeah, man. It was fun. It was,
0: you know. I mean, we've got more. We've got more playoffs coming soon. Yeah,
1: we got the divisional round. Um, Eight teams left. All good games. Cowboys Niners is going to actually probably be a good game. Yeah, and I hate that because I hate both teams. (laughs) It's like my God, can you stop giving me teams I hate in the playoffs, please? That are facing each other. I want to actually enjoy a game, not sit there and go. I just wish. The freaking stadium would just collapse on them <laughs> with a minute. Just them. The fans can get out. Just the players and the coaching staff. So they can all just, just get squished. But and you know, like
0: McCaffrey?
1: Okay. McCaffrey can survive.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Dak. That's, yeah. That's it. I, I like Dak too. Um, Dak should, honestly should have been a Ram, but that's. I'm not going to go there. We won a Super Bowl. We're not going to worry about it. We won a Super Bowl. I'm not going to care anymore. Um. And then uh, Giants-Eagles, so we got you got rivalries, basically, because the Niners and Cowboys in the 80s, a uh, little bit in the 90s were rivals. Um, basically, you know, they're not division rivals. They were still rivals because they pretty much fought each other to make Super Bowls in the 80s and uh, 90s. Yeah. And then you have um, division rivals, Giants-Eagles. I think we'll still be an actually pretty good game because no one's for sure how healthy the shoulder is for Jalen Hurts. So is he going to have to run more than throw? It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with that. Um, then you got Kansas City versus the Jaguars. Uh.
0: Yeah, I think this is where we see the Jaguars fall, dude. Um, to be honest, I just I don't see it, dude. I, I don't see them winning? I don't see the Jaguars' defense holding Mahomes and Kelsey
1: yeah, I, I just don't I don't see it, bro. I don't see it either. The only good thing is it might end up being a shootout. And it could come down to if the Jaguars have the ball last or within striking distance. That might be their only that hope. That would be cool. That might be their only hope. But, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, just... As, but Trevor cannot, cannot do what he did this last game. Because... There's no way if Kansas City gets five turnovers that they're only scoring 27 points. That will be 35 points easily, not 27. That ain't happening. No. And then uh, Bills, Bengals, we finally get to see the game that we were supposed to see on Monday Night Football a few weeks back. You know, again, Mar-Hamlin, we're not making light of your situation, but we do get to see the actual game now, so... Yeah, it'll be a good game, too. It should be a good game. Um, Bengals' offensive line is going to be a question mark in this game. If I'm Buffalo, I'm blitzing the hell out of um, Burrow because that offensive line can't hold up. Yes.
0: So, I can't wait to see the memes about, you know, about uh, Home Alone. Burrow going, ah! Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is basically what going to be when that offensive line can't block nobody. Uh, so I, I – would have to say it's probably going to be the neutral site game for the AFC title game. Chiefs, Bills, um, in Atlanta. And then, uh, we'll pro- I think it's going to end up being Eagles, uh, Niners, in the uh, NFC title game. What do you think?
0: I'm gonna have to go with you on both of them, bro. Cause you think the, so, too? There's just, you know, they're very stout teams right now, dude. And, mm-hmm. I don't see, I don't see the Jaguars going anywhere. It's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense.
1: But at least the Jaguars, you've got a lot to hang your hat on right now. Yeah. You are you, you are close too. to being there. Just the little tweaks on defense. Fix that offensive line. Find a number one receiver. I'm sorry, even though yes, Ridley will be with the team next year, I still don't think see him as a true number one. They got a bunch of twos. Yeah. But if they can get that number one, and also I'd like to see I do want to see them bring uh, Evan Ingram back. Yes, Evan Ingram was... But, I would still like to see another tight end. Yeah. Just in case.
0: Yeah, he needs another weapon, because that's part of what the Chargers were doing. They were trying to pick apart Ingram. Because every time he threw to Ingram...
1: Yeah. So... (sighs) That was crazy. But, um... Bill's... Bengals is going to be an interesting game. I think that might be the game of the weekend, honestly. Oh, yeah. Depending, like I said, if we get the shootout in Arrowhead, we that might end up being the game of the weekend. It, but it has to be a shootout. Jaguars, you got to be on point. You can't have a single mess-up. And honestly, if we can somehow pray to God that our Josh Allen thinks he's playing the other Josh Allen, he will go Highlander on Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yes.
0: And Walker's doing pretty good too. So Walker's developing. Between the two of them, if they can get to that quarterback, dude. I mean, the you, you know the Kansas City's built that offensive line to be a Patrick lot better, but Mahomes is—he's slippery. He can throw it wherever he can throw. He can throw it behind his fucking back and still get it to somebody, dude. So I, I,
1: uh, he scares me. I know. How he doesn't already have, like, three Super Bowls is beyond me, honestly. (laughs) Because it just seems like he should already have three. Yeah. It should just be three. We should already mark down that he's got three. He's got one, but there should still be just two more. Just go ahead and just give it to him because it it seems like it should be. Um, Like I said, Niners-Cowboys might be a good game. Um, It's really going to depend on Brock Purdy, obviously. And then um, eagles giants I think it's going to be a good game just because of their familiarity with each other. And we're not 100% sure what's going on with Jalen Hurts' uh, right shoulder. You know? yeah. That's going to be the key to the game, obviously. I, just, I still just don't see the Giants getting there. They're still not there as a team overall anyways. But the fact, again, like the Jaguars, to be this far as it is is a hell of an accomplishment considering where everybody thought you were last year. And De- where you were last definitely year. Definitely, dude. And it so. just
0: shows, shows that if they can get their shit together, we'll see the Jaguars in the playoffs a lot more often, maybe even further.
1: Yeah, I mean, instead of just making the playoffs on occasion. Yeah. And then maybe getting one miracle run like they did in, what was it, 17? Yeah, yeah. 17 when, when they picked your quarterback off five times. Yeah, yeah. That was the beginning of the end and of the, the Roethlisberger was, era.
0: And then the game we got to go watch. Yeah. Hey, we won, my team won that once. So yeah, but okay we got that. to go watch that game. But in the hotline, that's all they talked about.
1: That was all they talked about before the game even kicked off. I was like, dang, dude. They were just really sticking it to you. It's like they knew you were there. <laughs> the Steelers fan's here. He's pretending to be a Rams fan, but you know what? Let's stick it to him, this man. You know what? Screw Fournette. I hope he hurts his leg. Next play. Fournette's down with an injury. Son of a bitch. Cooper, shut up. <laughs> hey, dude, some people were looking back at me like I did it. I was like, I didn't do nothing. You put it into existence. Now we're going to die. In Duval. <laughs> Where'd you die? Duval. Oh, that explains a lot. I know, right? I
0: understand being, being you know, like being passionate about your team, but let's be honest: the Jacksonville Jaguars have had nothing to be freaking happy about for a very long time. So it's very nice to see a team actually coming together and making something out of pretty much
1: nothing. Yeah. So. And this team's gonna be exciting moving forward. Oh you know, yeah. Late. I mean, plus you got you got a hell of a quarterback. That was the best thing. It's that quarterback. Yeah, to be able to be able to get Trevor Lawrence. Dude,
0: can you imagine that they would have would have been able to keep Leonard Fournette
1: and have him and still have also Trevor uh, Travis Etienne? Yeah, as a as a as a as a uh,
0: scat back, yeah.
1: a scat back, slot guy, scat back, kind of. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I just I just I just think about you know how good the Rams could still be if Gurley wasn't hurt. You know. Yeah. Gurley never got hurt the way he did. We would still be a pretty good offensive but team. But it
0: sucks, because for the Rams, I mean, he, he pretty much carried that team on his back there for a while.
1: Yeah. And That's then, why he got hurt. Yeah, and then that's the reason we probably, we might have actually won the Super Bowl if we had Gurley healthy. Yeah. Um, and golf would still be a Ram, but um, that's besides yeah, the point. We're, go- we're going back to the Rams. We gotta stop doing. I gotta stop doing that. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. <laughs> you, you just brought it up Fournette and then it just made me think about. Well, you know, if the Rams led Gurley too, you know, we'd be a lot better off too. Guess Gurley was in that game, and he had a good game. So, sorry, I like Gurley, even though he was weird. Are you a Gurley man? I was a very Gurley man. <laughs> 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 very Gurley man. For that Gurley, yeah, Todd Gurley the second. Alright, so that'll do it for us, finally. (laughs) We're sorry. I'm sorry. Mostly me, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, But that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. Be sure to tune in. We'll probably have Sports Talk this week. we got a lot to catch up on with that. Basketball's been going off, popping, a lot of scoring going on. It's been crazy. Surprising teams on top of divisions in the conferences. Holy crap. And I get to yell about my team still not making a damn trade! And I love how he says my team like he owns it or some shit. F- if it was my team, we wouldn't we wouldn't have the roster we have. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> if it was my my team, I'm just saying my ownership group needs to fucking go ahead and sell because they're pissing me off too. <laughs> Sorry, bus family, but you're, you're all right, all right, all right. Anyways, all right, soapbox box already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basketball soapbox. I love it. Plus, we also got to talk about NASCAR getting ready to kick off with of the. Clash at the Coliseum too, baby. I I can't believe they're doing this again, but it's going to be cool, I loved it last year. I was like, man, this sucks this is a one-off. No, it's not a one-off. We're doing it round two, baby. Let's do this. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That tiny-ass track is fun to watch. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. Plus, that means we get to talk to Miss Wendy, and that's always fun.
0: It is always fun to talk to Miss Wendy.
1: That's right. So I'm sure we'll be in touch with her as NASCAR begins its uh, prep for... The races, uh, starting February 5th. you give
0: us a little uh, promo to put it at the beginning of the
1: podcast again this year. That would be great. That would be great, especially since we will probably talk more NASCAR again this year. We didn't really talk about it last year because we kind of just fell off completely because of issues with all the stuff, stuff that was going on. Yeah. That was the reason why we kind of fell off with of that. But this year, I think we're going to be back with it. We're going to be paying better attention to it.
0: Oh, definitely, man. I am
1: excited, ready to go. So... Start Dimensions. Plus, that will give us more to talk about on Sports Talk. So, Exactly. All right, so that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. Be sure to tune in whenever we will post for um, Sports Talk because it will also be our live because we've been holding off lives because we need to do that one live. We've done the other two plenty of times. We need to do a Sports Talk live. So either Friday, day, Friday or Saturday, depending on how things work out for us. Anyways, that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always... Keep on, on talking sports. sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias.
0: On Facebook at Cooper Big Man.
1: Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at
0: sportstalk.cooper.bigman.
1: Or you can email us at Sports sportstalkwith.com cooper in big man that's sports talk w-i-t cooper the letter n big man and that's at gmail.com thank you for tuning in and we love you guys for checking us out be sure to catch us on our next episode